Hi podcast listeners, Prash here and welcome back to another episode. In today's show, we're going to share some useful information about the Rider app and how it works. We'll also talk about the holiday season demand and how you can maximise your earnings during December, which is usually one of the busiest months of the year. Last but not least, we'll also answer some questions that you've sent us. So let's get started. So whether it's your first week driving or you've been on the road for a while, it's useful to understand how the app works for riders. So if they're unsure of something or have any questions, you can give them some useful hints. To run through some of the rider app features, we've got Asim in the studio. Welcome. First and foremost, could you maybe introduce yourself? Hey Prash, thanks for having me on. Uh, So my name is Asim and I work in the product team Um, I essentially look after launching new um, product features um, within the Rider and Driver app for the UK and Ireland, um, and then also keeping um, our Uber Maps up to date. Um, So I'm here to talk about some of the key features available in the Rider app. Great to hear, Asim. So tell us, what do riders have available in the app? Yeah, happy to go over it. Um, So let me start with saved places. Um, This is a really cool feature. Essentially, it lets riders um, save a lot of time by um, letting them pre-save some of their favorite places, such as maybe um, a coffee shop or their best mate's house. Um, So instead of typing the address every time, they can tap on these shortcuts um, and then off they go. Yeah, no, I love this feature. Um, So I have my best friend Gregor's place added as my favorite. Uh, Then I also have my home and work address and my mum's house, actually. Uh, I just tap and go, simple as. So what else is there? Um, Let me talk a little bit about multi-destinations. So multi-destinations lets riders um, add up to two extra stops along the chosen route. um, And this helps them um, pick up and drop off friends on any trip. Oh, cool. And how does it work? Yeah, so it's pretty easy. Um, All you need to do is tap to open the Uber app um, on your phone. Tap the plus next to the destination box to add the extra stops at any point. Um, You can do this before or even during the ride. Um, And then you can easily add, change or even remove the stop from the rider's on-trip feed. Awesome. So what else do you have for us? So another cool feature is split fare. So when riding with friends or big groups, um, riders can always split the price. There's no need to swap cash. Um, They just need to tap it in the app um, and then off you go. Um, So every app includes a split fare feature um, that allows riders to divide the fare equally amongst themselves. Great to hear. So what happens, for instance, if I want to order an Uber for my grandma who, say, doesn't have a smartphone, um, or if my mum needs a ride home from the airport? Can I request Ubers for them or other people? Um, Yeah, of course. Um, So say I'm at work and my mum's at home and I want to request an Uber for her, Um, I can easily do that through the app. Um, There's no need for them to have their app themselves. I'll simply request a pickup for them um, and they'll receive a text with all the um, relevant trip details. Oh, that's amazing. Great to hear. So I have one last question for you. You know how sometimes people drop their pickup pin in the wrong spot or, you know, they enter their old address? This actually happened to me recently. Do riders have to cancel now and rebook? Or how can they go about changing their pickup address? Yeah, mistakes happen, um, which is why there's no need to cancel the ride in order to adjust the pickup location. Riders can simply edit their address and be on their way. And how can they do this? Um, Riders can edit their um, pickup address in the app. Um, All you need to do is tap edit next to the pickup location, type a new address or drag your pin to any location on the map within the grey circle. Oh, okay, got it, got it. 
Well, thanks, Asim, for being on the pod and giving this overview of our rider app. Um, hopefully, partners listening now will have a better understanding on how things work from the rider side. And if they have any questions or they don't know how to do some tricks, you'll be able to show them. Moving on, let's talk about the December demand with Jess, who works in our marketplace team. She's got some great insights for you, so thanks for coming on the pod. Could you again maybe quickly introduce yourself? Hey everyone, I'm Jess and I work in the data analytics team and just wanted to bring you some updates and news around the demand this holiday season, which is the perfect time to maximise your earnings. December is set to be the busiest month of the year, so I've put together some advice on making most of your time on the road. Overall, December is a busy month. There's Christmas parties, get-togethers and journeys back home, and this all means you can maximise your earnings. I've done some research and dug into our data and given you some key insights. The second Saturday of the month, so from Friday the 7th of December onwards, is traditionally the busiest of the entire year, so make sure you're on the road to take advantage of the expected increase in riders. Throughout the month, people will also be out and about celebrating. Riders will be requesting the most rides between 11pm and midnight, but demand is really high throughout the whole evening. Additionally, Thursdays and Friday mornings in December, we see a notable increase in demand between 8 and 10 a.m. The most popular pickup points include pubs, restaurants and bars. Everyone will be enjoying some well-earned socialising during the holiday period and a lot will want to ride home. You will see, however, a dip in requests from around Christmas onwards until the 31st of December. But don't worry, demand will pick up again on New Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve, the busiest time is between 8 and 10pm as people make their way to parties. The morning after, New Year's Day, is also a great time to be on the road. Ride requests are the highest between 1 and 4 in the morning. Hope you found this information useful and now back to you Prash. Thanks a million Jess, those were some brilliant tips for our partner drivers. Now, before we end the show, we want to answer some of the questions that you've submitted on our podcast page. So we've got Rob in the studio to give you some answers. So first up, we've got um, similar questions from Umesh and Abdirahman, uh, both in London. Um, and essentially they're saying, how can a partner driver notify Uber about a no right turn, no left turn, uh, road closures, also no entry? Uh, as these are the problems that are faced most of the time when navigation asks you to do things. Um, they say, I think if we could notify this, then you know it would help colleagues working on the navigation app to rectify the app. Um, and that partner drivers would benefit from it and we would have the most up-to-date navigation system. Yeah, thanks for your feedback. We understand this is an issue in London and across the UK cities at the moment, but uh, we're taking steps to improve our maps and navigation. One of the best ways we're doing this is by launching a programme called Driver Beta. This will give a select few drivers the ability to record their screen for about 15 seconds and report these issues directly to someone in our mapping team through the app. This is something we will be launching and expanding across the UK throughout 2019. So it's not available just yet, but if you'd like to be involved in the next expansion phase of this programme, please do comment on the podcast feedback form quoting Bug Reporter. Got it. Thanks, Rob. So next up, we have After Kiyani from Birmingham, and they say, can you make the app work in landscape mode? Great question, After. Unfortunately, uh, the short answer to this is no. Our app is optimised to be vertical in a phone stand on the dash. Yeah, makes sense. Straight to the point. Fair enough. Um, so next up, we have Rajiv Sharma from Slough. And uh, Rajiv says, is there any chance drivers will know customers' destination addresses before they accept the request? Hey Rajiv, great question. This is one we get a lot. Uh, at this point in time, the drivers 
do not receive the customer's address before accepting the request. For now, you'll see the rider's rating, the rider's name, the ETA, how long it will take you to get to your passenger and surge level. Hope this answers your question. Cool, thanks, Rob. Next up, we have Kamal from London. Um, and Kamal says, um, so home destination could be useful uh, if Uber can do the same thing. Like if you don't use your home destination one day, it goes over to the next day. For example, uh, let's say Monday, I get two home destinations and I use one on Monday. Then Tuesday, I have three destinations to use. Is that possible? Yeah, that's a great question. This would require engineering resources to build the functionality, but it is something we will look into. The current difficulty with home destination is when too many drivers use it during peak times. It becomes too difficult for riders to get a ride and ETAs go up. We will, however, continue to work on this product in 2019 as we know how popular it is with the drivers. Thanks, Rob. That's great to hear. Next, we've got Abdelouafi Alma from London, um, who says the old app had automatically set up destination, whereas the new app set up destination doesn't even work most of the time. Why is this? Happy to answer that. Uh, when a lot of drivers in specific areas set a destination, it limits the number of drivers that are able to confirm trip requests from all riders. This causes longer wait times for both drivers and riders. In order to make Uber reliable, we have to temporarily limit the number of drivers that can cause this feature in the busiest areas and times of day. During these times, you may receive a notification that the feature is unavailable at the moment. This will only impact a handful of drivers at certain times of the day. Nice one. Um, Junid from Manchester and Gabriel Cosamalati from London uh, had a similar question actually. And it was that uh, I'm driving with Uber for nearly two years. Can you give more information about paternity or maternity payments? How do Uber partners claim them? So if you've been a partner for six months and completed 300 trips, on the happy occasion of the arrival of a new child, you will receive a one-off maternity paternity payment. You just have to submit the birth certificate of your child to AXA. To do this, you'll have to go to your app and follow the following instructions. Tap your profile photo in the top right corner. Tap help in the top right corner. Now scroll down and tap where it says safety and security button. Just tap here. Here you'll see the EU partner protection button. Just tap here. Once you're here, you'll see a blue web link where you could click onto. AXA also has an email address and phone number where you can ask your questions. We'll link these details in the description section of the podcast. Thanks, Rob. Not long to go now. We just got a couple more. Uh, John Watt from Edinburgh says, what is the latest on the court case? As it was mentioned a couple of podcasts ago and it was said the news would be soon, but we have heard nothing. Thanks for the question, John. As Jonathan in our legal team mentioned on a previous podcast, we do not know when the court will make its decision, which all depends on the court's time and availability. We still think it will be early 2019, and at this time we have not had anything to suggest it may be sooner. Got it, super clear, thanks Rob. Finally, we have Liban Omar from Leicester. And uh, Liban posted, how do I get on the Where to Britain show? Uh, and am I allowed as an Uber driver to capture these great, funny, sad, serious, short interactions I'm having with people from all walks of life on camera? Thanks for the question, Lieben. So the Where To Britain campaign was a special case and riders should never be filmed without their permission. In addition to this, there are often regulatory restrictions on filming in private hire vehicles that need to be adhered to. In short, our strong advice would be to not film riders at all. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Rob. That's awesome. Thanks for answering the questions. No problem. Happy to be here. So with that, we come to the end of another episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed today's show and the Q&A. 
As always, if you have any feedback, please submit it at t.uber.com slash UK podcast. Drive safe and have a good one.